Welcome to the Athlete and the Average Joe, an Eclipse Fuel podcast. I'm Georgia, performance dietitian and athlete. And I'm Ryan, primary school teacher and regular guy. We're here to make healthy and fulfilling living more attainable with handy hints that are realistic and sustainable. That even I can implement. We're all about good vibes here, so drop five stars, subscribe, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Athlete and the Average Joe. It's Georgia here. And Ryan. Yay, he's back. So firstly, apologies for the hiatus. We've just had the most hectic four or five weeks. Um, So we're back to normal now, sort of. Yeah, kind of. But I just got caught up at work with first term being crazy. So I just couldn't couldn't manage to get into the podcast, unfortunately. But I'm back now. And like, I didn't really want to keep pressuring Ryan to do it either. So... We're back. We're having a good time. Uh, but today we're talking about healthier routines because ours have been non-existent in this time period. So we've been a little bit stressed, a little bit hectic, but that's why we're talking to you today to give you some tips on how you can start a healthy routine from scratch. Um, but apart from obviously work and school, why have we had a very hectic routine? We got a new puppy. Yeah. So hopefully if you follow me, at least on Instagram, maybe Ryan, um, you would have seen the puppy spam. I'm not going to apologize for that because everybody loves it. It's the most engagement I get on my on my page. But um, yeah, she's great. But in terms of routine, we've just really had to respond to her in the first couple of weeks. Luckily, we got her a little bit older. So she was about 12 to 13 weeks when we got her. So she was kind of toilet trained. But, you know, we are still getting up in the night a couple of times, let her go to the toilet and then only last week or so she's been able to actually go outside and walk with us so that's why we're thinking about you know starting this routine now and making her a part of it yeah absolutely yeah so it's nice that she can get out and about yeah and it's really nice that obviously Ryan and I have always really enjoyed coffee in the morning or maybe going for a beach walk to start our day but now we actually have someone to do it with us and then it also gives us an excuse to play with dogs everywhere we go yeah definitely and that is that is a nice part you meet lots of people and lots of new dogs as well, and you've got a really good excuse. Yeah. Not just being a weirdo hanging yeah. around. <laughs> we, we were like the weird people without a dog that would walk past a dog park and be like, we want to go in. Um, so we have a dog now, which is great. Uh, but in terms of our healthy routines, we really wanted to focus on the morning routine because that's just such an important way to start your day on a good note. Um, and having done morning routines myself in the past, I know they're so effective for feeling refreshed and ready to go versus when you don't spend time doing it, you feel pretty sluggish. Uh, so so Ryan, have you ever worked on a morning routine yourself? I mean, when I was younger, it was pretty ingrained because I was a swimmer, but mm. that probably wasn't me. That was probably my mum getting me up and getting me ready and all of that sort of stuff. What time did you start when you used to swim? Uh, in the water at 5.15 Yuck. or 5 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty heavy duty, but anyone who's done sport like that, even yourself, you know, you have to get up real early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in my adult life, it's more just adapting to work and just doing sort of what I have to do rather than... What you should do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to probably instill in each other and support each other is that in times of stress, like your routines and your habits are what you fall back onto. So by creating some good ones, when you are really stressed, you know you're at least doing the right things for self-care and, and actually just getting you ready and primed for the day. So I started learning about morning routines, listening to Gretchen Rubin, and I actually read a book um, called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, that's a really good book. It's very short, very quick, um, but it's got a very short summary of what a morning routine would be like. It is very structured though. So probably to preface that a morning routine is whatever works for you. We'll probably all have like one to two non-negotiables. And if we have a little bit more time or we wake up 10 minutes early, we have those extra things that we like to do. Um, Some other people that do some really good morning routines, there's like Oprah, Tony Robbins is massive on it. So if you've ever listened to his podcast, he is cray. He like jumps into like an ice bath first thing he calls it priming and he like jumps in and does all this deep breathing it's hectic um we don't say you have to do that but it's about thinking about some things that make you feel good in the morning um a non-negotiable i think for most people should be no social media first thing no phones for at least an hour to two hours um how are you with that ryan (laughs) Um, not too great, but I mean, at the moment with work, I sort of get up and just try to get my clothes on and go. I've been doing some pretty early mornings getting to school, but, um, yeah, like my morning routine is just not really there. Yeah. It's just doing what I absolutely need to do. Yeah. So. And that's not really a great way to start the day. Like you don't feel good. I find if you just kind of roll out of bed and, and, you know, I remember, when I was at school and people would leave like 20 minutes for them to get ready to get to school. Like that's just ridiculous. So it's the same in adult life. So when we talk about social media, a lot of the time we have quite negative um, relationships with social media. So instantly when we're on it in the morning, it actually changes some of our brain pathways. There's a lot of research indicating that we probably should just avoid it first thing. Um, The main thing is that it's a lot of comparison. So you're looking at these people living these pretty fun, awesome lives and you maybe you follow them for inspiration but that's not a great way to start your day in that negative mindset and same with emails you instantly feel stressed if you go on maybe even work or personal emails first thing so I recommend at least an hour without your phone in the morning maybe two if you can Um, and instead thinking about these tips that we'll talk about to instill so a morning routine doesn't have to be hours long it can be just 15 20 minutes to get your body going um so some things that i got from that very first book um, that i read the miracle morning was they called them savers so this is a very extensive morning routine but he sort of said like one to two minutes on each thing's fine so the s is for silence that might be meditation some deep breathing reflection or prayer um a is for affirmation pretty straightforward um visualization so kind of along the lines of the ACT principle. So if you've ever heard of ACT, it's basically like accepting your current state, visualizing where you want to be in that change, and then like what are the steps for taking action? So actually visualizing that. Uh, and then exercise, so movement, reading. Um, so that could be a short book or I guess nonfiction, whatever you kind of what gets you going. Um, and then scribble, so writing, drawing, um, anything, or like journaling as well. So that's a lot to do in even 15, 20 minutes. Um, Is there anything from that list, Ryan, that you think would be a non-negotiable for you that would help you start your day a bit better? I reckon for me me personally, I think I would really like to get some exercise in in the morning and that'll probably be in the form of walking the dog now. Yeah. Um, For me, even though I used to be a swimmer and used to be highly active, actually going to the gym 
just for the sake of going to the gym or doing something, I don't really get that big of a kick out of. Mm. So I think having the dog that needs a walk, and I really enjoy that, Mm. I think that's going to be a better way to get me exercising in the morning. Yeah, and I think for most people, exercise is a really great way to start their day. And it doesn't have to be exercise per se or going to the gym it could just be general movement so moving your body maybe some yoga some stretching just getting outside so i don't know if you ever noticed but when you go outside in the morning it's almost got this blue undertone so that's the natural blue light telling your body the melatonin needs to stop being produced so you wake up so getting out in that fresh cool air in the morning it's always crisp like you kind of feel like you're you're making the most of the day when you're out and about quite early so that's a good way to refresh yourself and wake up um another thing i would recommend is water so you've been fasting for eight to nine hours get some fluids in you so this whole like celery juice cleanse that's been absolutely taking the world by storm i'm not going to go into it because it is a bit of bs um it's essentially just a hell of a lot of hydration um and obviously getting some extra vegetables in but it's just a lot of fluid so you can just get that through water just you know four to five hundred meals over the course of you know 20 minutes when you first wake up before your coffee get your water in before your coffee and if you combine that with some movement even just that so that might be 15 20 minutes of your morning and you'll feel so much better um in terms of like any other routines like ryan is there anything else you want to implement well i think probably some Mm pre-planning so getting my breakfast ready getting my clothes ready before i go to bed so that when i wake up i don't really have to think because i'm a I'm pretty low level in the morning, so I think I need to do more beforehand so that I don't have to think as much. Yeah. So that I can just get up and do what I need to do yeah, in the morning. Yeah, definitely. So as much as we want this like structured morning routine, so as we said, one to do non-negotiables, we also want to help our brain out a little bit. So let's pre-prepare things, reduce the decision-making we have to do each day. So maybe it's um, for most working days, you keep your snacks the same or you keep your breakfast breakfast the same so it's not another decision you have to make and definitely by making it the night before or prepping even lunch the night before that decision is made for you and it gives you more time to actually be productive in the morning for yourself so I find lots of people are just so stressed out with work that they can't even fathom 20 minutes to themselves but if they give themselves that time to get ready for the day get themselves wired and ready to go it does make such a big difference to productivity and how you feel Alrighty, so uh, thinking about a structured morning routine, Ryan, if you had to pick two to three things that you want to do um, and in about 30 minute space of time, what would that be? Um, well, like I said earlier, probably the exercise. So even going for a, a walk around the block or um, we live quite close to the beach. So maybe just going for a 10 or 15 minute walk there. Um, and then, yeah, maybe just some quiet meditation or a few stretches got a bit of a bad back so probably the stretching and yoga and then yeah getting some water into me before I have a coffee because when you said that that is definitely (laughs) the first thing that goes into my body and it's good Mm -hmm. but then I get to midday and I think oh man I actually haven't had much water yeah and as a t- like Ryan being a teacher, he doesn't have as much opportunity as, say, me, who I sit with a water bottle all day, every day. Um, he doesn't have the opportunity to drink, so getting it in before school is actually really important for him to hit his overall intake for the day. But a really fun fact about coffee is that our body will have a natural rise in cortisol in the morning. Um, so that's just what gets us awake. We naturally need that. And we have that sort of adrenaline rush in the morning to get us up and about as our melatonin drops. Um, so if we have coffee in the morning, our body gets quite dependent on that also providing us a stimulant. So it 
it starts to deregulate its own cortisol production and it relies on the excess stimulant. So for all those people who've gone off coffee, you'll understand what I mean when you feel like you actually feel like a zombie getting out of bed. If you need a coffee to wake up, then this morning routine is even more important because you can't be relying on an external stimulus to get you up and about. Um, instead, using that fresh air, the movement, uh, you know, even just fluid intake other than coffee um, is a much better option. So that's a little fun fact for you. Uh, in terms of my morning routine, um, I definitely can't live without exercise in the morning. Just a walk is all I need. Uh, there's been days, like say I have training in the afternoon, I'll still go for a morning walk and it's going to be even funner now that I have Lilo and Ryan to join me. Um, but I always love morning coffee actually as part of my routine. So I'll go for a walk. Um, look, I don't know. I find meditation really hard in the morning, but I probably just making excuses. Um, but I do find it useful at night. So yeah, I feel like doing it in the morning. I've just got back. To yes. Sleep. They all suggested like, yeah. just, just do it like as you first wake up. And I'm like, I would definitely just close my eyes and go back to sleep, but <laughs> they do recommend you sitting up, but I feel like that'd be quite startling for whoever you're sleeping with. You just like sitting up with your eyes closed. Um, I do that enough throughout the night. I don't need to do it when I wake up as yeah, well. <laughs> there's something going on there. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I will do. I'll go for a walk. Um, I usually have my breakfast just before I start work. So I usually have it a little bit later. Um, cause otherwise I'm eating at like seven, seven 30 and I'm just going to be starving by the time it gets to nine o'clock. So I have my coffee, drive into work, listen to a podcast, or if I'm home here, have a quick shower, have my brekkie and I'm ready to start my day. So for me, I probably need to instill one more element in there. Maybe it is just some goal setting for the day or some affirmations. I find them really helpful for a positive mindset Um, or even some gratitude. You know, you can't be angry when you're feeling grateful about your life. So all about that positive steps to start your day. Um, So now we've sort of talked about a healthy morning routine. We'll just recap on a healthy nighttime routine. So we touched on this in the sleep podcast. Um, We mentioned that, you know, as a, as a kid, as a baby, your parents put a lot of effort into creating routines. You got to bed really quickly. Um, Sorry, got to sleep. So I say, Um, so with that, we want to do that as an adult. So that can be anything from a hot shower, a cup of tea, some reading and meditation and stretching works really well for winding down the body in that sense. Um, So Ryan, if you could, pick a couple of things for your nighttime routine what would that involve well i know in the past when i was into reading a book i don't read much even though i am a teacher um when i have found a book that i really enjoy i was using that just reading until i literally couldn't keep my eyes open Mm. and i found that i was getting much higher quality sleep yeah but then for me, the problem was having a book that I enjoyed. So then I just kind of got off of that and then went back into bad routines or just having, um, you know, bad sleep hygiene. So I think I just need to find another book mm-hmm. um, and just taking a minute, getting off my phone and, you know, getting away from Netflix, which I'm <laughs> yes, engrossed bad. at the moment. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And like, and we all go through those stages where reading seems a bit hard to do. Um, but I just recommend even like a fiction novel, just finding something you enjoy that's not real life that you can escape a little bit. Cause that's why most of us watch Netflix because it's, you know, it's a way we can be in a different world. So if you can do that through reading when you're you know, helping your brain out a little bit, but you're also helping wind down, you're not sort of being stimulated by a screen that can be very helpful. Um, my routine for nighttime's a little bit better. Um, I do like to go to bed at the same time. So <laughs> eight thirty nine. I'm such a grandma, but 
that's just, I get so tired. I get up early. Brush my teeth usually, have a bit of a stretch if I'm sore. Um, and I want to make that more permanent because I know stretching really helps me wind down, have a bit of a foam roll. Uh, read for five, 10 minutes because I'm actually, once I'm tired, I can go to sleep quite easily, um, when I'm in bed. So five to 10 minutes and then I'm out like a light. So I think that's maybe a bit of meditation will be helpful as well. Um, especially you know, going into winter where it's quite dark a bit earlier. So you're kind of getting tired. I find I get tired a little bit earlier in winter. So just trying to push that bedtime out a bit. So I don't go to bed at eight o'clock cause that's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I think that would be working for me. So brushing my teeth, having a stretch, read and then quick meditation before bed would be really good to to increase my sleep quality. So now we've talked to guess about what people think when they talk about routines in terms of morning and night time. But there are times during the day when we can kind of, as we touched on earlier, make life a little bit easier for ourselves. So routine and habits are things that we do a lot of the time without thinking. Um, and it's a good just mental break. So each day we have thousands of decisions we've got to make and it can be really overwhelming. And sometimes that's just added stress. So even like picking what to have for dinner can be really overwhelming and stressful. So even for us, the last couple of weeks, I've actually signed up to HelloFresh. So that's just a meal delivery service where you make it yourself. There's so many different options on the market and you can even buy ones from the supermarket too that are all ready to go in a kit. That's been really great for just some food variety and not getting stuck in the same recipes all the time. The products that we are talking about we don't receive any money, even though we are endorsing them. Oh, yeah. So I thought I heard that on another podcast. So we're endorsing it without endorsing it, if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> so if you're starting from scratch and you're not really sure how to go about something as simple as planning meals for the week, um, theme nights are really good, which we've touched on before. So that's just like maybe an Italian night, Mexican night, fish night. Oh gosh, really options are endless. Um, or it can just be as simple as you've got five to 10 recipes that you're really good at making and you pick you know, three or four of those to cover off during your work week so you don't have to think about it. And simply writing that stuff down, planning on a Sunday can really free your time up during the week and reduce that stress. Ryan, is there any sort of things you can think of that like during the working week that helps you to have a bit of a brain break that you can prepare ahead of time? Um, no, not really. I, I mean, at the moment, uh, there's nothing that I do mm. that helps. So I think talking through good things that we can do yeah. will be good for me because I, at the moment, my routine is literally non-existent. <laughs> and I think Georgia says that when hers is non-existent, that's a total lie because <laughs> she can't not be organized. But at the moment, I literally am just one day at a time yeah. because of how stressful term one is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what? fair enough. I mean, Ryan's all right. Like, I... I need to think ahead. I need to always be two days ahead with my planning. Um, I think what can be helpful is, um, particularly if you find exercise hard to solidify in your routine, because exercise routines, as we talked about with Dylan, can be really challenging to kind of start from scratch. I, um, with my clients, I get them to pick at least three days a week um, and then they lock it in, they schedule it like a meeting or an appointment that they can't miss. And so if that's already in your calendar for the week ahead, then you know it's coming up. You plan around it rather than, oh, I might go to the gym this afternoon and then something pops up. You treat it as a meeting, a schedule, an appointment, and you go to it. The other thing you can do is just say that every second day I'm going to exercise. So if you didn't go yesterday, you've got to go today. That's as simple as it is. Um, but I think the final thing is probably just not leaving everything to the last minute. <laughs> 
So I try and harp on to Ryan about this in terms of organization and routine, but if you do a little bit every day, it makes things a lot easier. So if you do have a big assignment for work, you do have things coming up, leaving it to the last minute just adds a lot of stress. And because we're not actually doing it, we're kind of putting it off and putting that perceived pressure on ourselves. So we're already thinking about it every day until the lead up of actually doing it, but just doing a little bit of something or a chore every day. So I'm really bad at leaving, say, washing or even dishes sometimes for a couple of days instead of just like doing it straight away when I need to. Mm. Just little things like that. In terms of your routine, maybe it's picking Tuesday's washing day or, you know, especially if you've just moved out of home, I find like chatting to people, that's the biggest thing. They just forget. They forget to do things. So it's, it's also putting those chores as part of your routine. So that way, you know, you can prioritize those things. And when you have a clean home and you have an enjoyable environment to live in, It just makes living a little bit easier as well because you're coming home from work, coming home from stress to a nice place. I think just taking a bit of pride in that too. Yeah, I think when we get to actually cleaning up, it is a nice feeling afterwards, but then it's it just seems to like never stop. Mm. Like I think Marie Kondo was saying, don't do a little bit every day because you'll never stop. I haven't read in depth or watched the Netflix series on that. You've just seen one meme on uh, Instagram, have you? Yeah, no, one uh, housemate said when I started to read the book and I was like, ah, I don't really care. So. <laughs> <laughs> priorities here, priorities. But like, oh, yeah. I mean, I think it works if you have like a set day to do it or oh, do you know what I mean? Like, because otherwise you get to the end of a busy week, the house is like a mess and we've got dishes piled up, we've got dog pool over the lawn, we haven't done our washing, and then you, you don't really feel like doing it, but you have to. So if you mm. if you did a little bit every day of like, at least the basics, so you don't have to clean the bathroom every day, I'm not saying that, or do the vacuuming, because that can be done kind of on like a Sunday. But it's just the little things that, that make your house messy, I feel like... Oh, That's like, the stuff you need to you need to prioritize each day as part of a routine. Yeah, getting rid of clutter. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. What I find really helpful is um, my routine when I get home from work, and I I like to do this because it actually helps me prepare for the next day as well. So what I do um, when I was more consistently working away from home is that I'd come home, I'd unpack my lunchbox straight away, so I'd get rid of any containers, any rubbish. Um, I'd unpack my bag, I'd go hang my work clothes up. And then I'd prepare my bag, my lunchbox, and my work clothes for the next day. So that way, I'm absolutely prepared for the next day and I can spend my next two or three hours at home just relaxing. So I feel like sometimes with you, Ryan, like you put off preparing for the next day till like you're just about to go to bed or the next morning. So if you do it straight away, that's a way that it's kind of like the monkey's off your back. You can just chill. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where with work, I come home and go, I need to switch off, but then I indulge a little too much. Mm. So I, I'd agree with that, that I leave it to the last minute. Unfortunately, that's just how I've operated my entire life. So I've been thinking a lot about change of habits lately with you know professional and personal life. And that is really hard to do. Oh, definitely. Um, and I think it's just about doing one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So definitely working on lots of little things, but over a long period of time. And I think that's a really good point to make. So when you're thinking about whether it's morning, night, just general routines throughout your day, 
don't feel like you you need to overhaul them all at once. I went through stages last year where I was trying to work on too many different things and it just, I did nothing. So essentially it was in the same place as when I finished the end of the year as where I started. So think about maybe just one aspect of a morning routine or getting up 20 minutes earlier or 10 minutes earlier, just a really simple achievable goal. Once you've ticked that off, you solidified, not solidified, solidified that for, you know, three or four weeks, then you can move on to the next thing. Um, so if you want some ideas on how to goal set and plan for making habit change, make sure you go back and listen to um, one of our very first episodes on goal setting. Uh, that will really help you in how you can sort of make these suggestions a bit more of a permanent lifestyle change. Of course, like with all things we suggest, we do throw random stuff out there, but it's because maybe just one or two things will resonate with you and that's all you need to make something work. You don't have to take up everyone's lifestyle tips. You don't have to um, listen to all these amazing podcasts and then think you have to do everything straight away. Just pick one or two that you think will have the biggest impact. Yeah, and I think especially thinking about school, you know, when we're thinking about learning something new, instead of learning lots of little things and getting a broad range of knowledge, we want to get a deep knowledge. So when it comes to changing something ourselves, do one thing really well and get it ingrained and then add a little bit more on rather than overhauling yourself or mm-hmm. overwhelming yourself with lots of little things and then it'll fall in a heap. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So... That is a really good place to kind of summarize the episode. Um, So in terms of, I guess, like all that information, if you had to give her like a weekly, weekly tip from that, what would it be? Do one thing and do it well. Mm, Good, good. Mine would be drink water before anything else in the morning and try and go for, you know, maybe at least two cups. Make you feel great. Um, And also we probably should finish on our weekly vice as well. So have you had something that's been getting you through this Last four weeks? <laughs> uh, it's been getting me through, but it definitely hasn't been helping me. But it's it's Netflix. Um, I was watching Peaky Blinders. Oh, nice. And yeah. that's, that's, yeah, lots of people would have seen it, but that's a, a show you can definitely get engrossed in. So, yeah, been doing that, but um, I think it's time to maybe let that one go. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but you'll be okay. You'll get yeah, through I'll it. I'll manage. Uh, yeah. For me, it's been Lilo. So Lilo's been... So exciting to come home through. She's been also great company for me when I am have been working at home. Um, and just every time I go out, I just want to get home as soon as possible just to give her a cuddle and a play. Uh, she's definitely getting into a bit more of a biting stage when we play, so we've got to work on that. But mm. um, also what's really enjoyable is puppy school. So just imagine like the cutest things you've ever seen and there's like six of them and you get to play with them for an hour. It's the best. Um, but hopefully you learn a little bit from this episode. You're motivated or at least inspired to just make a little bit of a change to your morning, night or just general routines and make them a little bit more healthier. Uh, it does make such a big difference to your lifestyle when you do have a little bit less to think about each day. And I know from personal experience and from working with clients, it can really improve how you feel going into a stressful work situation as well. So on that note, this is all from us from this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and apologies again for the hiatus. We're back and hopefully we'll be a bit more consistent this time. Um, if you do want any topics, suggestions for podcasts, make sure you send them through to me at Eclipse Fuel in my DMs um, and we'll endeavor to cover those. Of course, make sure you leave five stars on um, our reviews and subscribe if you want to keep up to date with episodes as they come out regularly. Uh, other than that... Hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your night, rest of your morning, whenever you're listening to this in your new morning routine. uh, It's good to be back and we'll see you next time. Cool. All right. Thank you. Bye.